Hey, so this is part two um, of um, my story with a man named Deontay. That's what I named the last segment, so I'm just going to go with that. So like I said before, um, at the point where I just had to like kind of everything that happened with like the baby not making it and whatnot, I had to, you know, pretend I didn't know about it. And like I said before, I really wanted to, um, I'm not going to lie, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to get him mad, call him out on it and everything, get him mad, just absolutely just play with his emotions to where he attacked me and then I'd shoot and kill him. Like that was that that was what I wanted to do at that moment. Like that was that was good old monkey brain of mine kicking in. Like that that's what I truly desired to do at that moment. But I took myself away from the situation, and you know I just was like, okay, I'm gonna go lay down and like you know cool off and whatnot. And he had his blow up moments where you know he thought, what what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Why don't I feel anything for this for this child for its loss? Why don't I why don't I care about it? And everything, and I, and I just told him, dude, you're just emotionally detached. Like you, like you don't care for it because it's not a thing that you personally like need or whatever. I said, you in your nature, your self preservation, you've only cared for yourself. Even with with Stephanie in your life, she's just somebody that helps you, and like you know, you you like her for the times that you know she's okay. Like she's like she makes you feel good and everything, and stuff but it's never like a, a thing that like even through the bad times you still care about her and can hold back and everything like the second it's bad it was always fuck this bitch i don't need to fuck with no hoes and i don't fuck with no bitch i don't uh, like i'll catch a charge for that hoe you know he'd say he'd say shit like that all the fucking time all the time every time they'd get into like a spit or whatever he, he'd he'd do that kind of shit it was bad so I knew from the very moment that it was just the relationship wise was never going to work, and it didn't, obviously. So I I take away from myself away from everything, and uh, I I go to bed and everything, and I I don't sleep well for a while after this. It was it was bad. It was bad. Um, it took me a while to get over everything. Um. But I, I had dreams where I, uh, I like walked up to him, like he'd be like, like on the couch and everything, and I'd walk up to him and I'd be like in tears or whatever, and uh, and uh, I told him like over and over, and I would say this, I, I'd even like kind of see this in my like, like when I was conscious, when I was awake and everything, it was, it was bad, like I was going through a lot of shit for this time. And, uh, I literally had times where I would dream or just sit there and zone out and have the same like recurring thing. Like he'd be on the couch and I'd walk up to him with my gun in my hand and uh, uh, I'd he, he'd turn and look at me and see me and he'd freak out and he'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'd just be in tears and I'd say, I'm sorry. I, I, I wish I could have helped you and everything. Like I tried so hard to help you. But you never tried yourself. Like you never did anything. And and you did the one thing I never wanted you to do. You fucking killed somebody. And then in the end of it, I shoot him. And that, that was like pretty much verbatim what kept going on dream-wise over and over. Um, I had that for about... Two months. 
about two months. I kept having that recurring dream. It was bad. I didn't... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it was pretty bad. So, uh, a couple days go into it. Um, some stuff comes back and forth. He learns that he could potentially uh, face charges for it. And so he uh, tries to dip. Like he tries to leave. He packs all of his shit and just walks down the road. And I drive, I take my vehicle and I drive up to him. And I tell him, get the fuck in the truck right now. What are you, where are you going? He said, I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, I'll say the pastor. Because he, he was a pastor. But I won't say his name. Just because you know people will know him as that. Anyway, he goes to one of his old foster parents. Uh, and I take him there. Foolishly. I actually try to... Initially, I tried to get him to get into the vehicle with me, and I was going to take him to the police station. I was going to try to convince him to turn himself in, but I just knew it wasn't going to happen. And and he even told me that. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. But he, he told me that after. So I take him, and after he was going to like talk to him and everything and get all the stuff off of his chest about everything that was going on, uh, I told him that, you know, he needs to go turn himself in after that. And he said, and he said he will. He said he was going to. But then later he tells me that, that literally later that evening, he tries to come back to me immediately. Like he tries to get a friend of his from that town to bring him back to my home and everything. And I told him, no, dude, you can't. My wife said, you can't come back. You can't do any of that. And everything. And then here's where. So. Let me just tell you this. In my perspective. Of everything that's going on right now. At this time in the story. In the, at that time. His constant choosing of doing the wrong thing. Of just showing me that he has no integrity. For anything at all. I don't see him as a person. I only want his downfall at this rate. I want him to face the authorities and just go to prison. I do. Because at this rate, I just want it done. I want to live with my failure. And know that I failed to help my friend. But I, I want I I had to see him punished for his crimes. I had to see him face the consequences of his actions. Because he had done so much in his life and never faced real, real consequences for his actions. He always got out of it in the end. Yeah. So, he uh, tries to come back with a friend. So, we get a hold of the sheriff's deputy friend of my wife's. He's on duty that day. And uh, he actually uh, stakes out. I, I'm not going to lie. I wish he would have stuck out like somewhere more hidden. But he literally was parked right across from my home. 
And when they drove up, they apparently saw it. And he calls me. Deontay calls me. And he's like, bro, you're trying to get me caught. I can't believe you do this. Like, bro, you betrayed me. And I ignored him. Like, he texted me. Like He, he would do this all the time. He'd text me books of just shit, basically, all the time. Whenever he'd rant or whatever. And I, I, at this time, I just didn't care. Like, I did not. Like, how could you... Okay, first off, here's here's this. Deontay, to you, I, I need you to know this, if you ever hear this, but for, for the people who ever would care to listen to this, just whatever. Um, how could you come to me and tell me that I did all this fucking wrong where all I've done was hand you shit on a silver fucking pl- a fucking golden and with diamond fucking encrusted platter giving you more than I ever fucking could have yeah this is me getting emotional this is me getting not even emotional I'm laying in bed fucking comfortable but I need I need to emphasize it with with an emotional sound okay so I need you to understand this how could you fucking come at me with that? Make it like I betrayed you. Okay? I want you to know this. If you ever hear this. When you fucking called me. Or when you messaged me. All that stuff. About me having a cop out there. Trying to get you caught. And you made it like I betrayed you. Just know this. You betrayed me way. Way fucking before that. When you started to lie to me about everything, when you basically had a fucking prisoner in my fucking house, when you literally told Stephanie that you did not want her talking to us, and you'd get on to me for talking to her behind your back, where we had to because you wouldn't let her talk to us anyway. Okay, you. Were emotionally abusive to her. You are physically abusive to her. Psychologically, everything. You fucking were abusive to her. Alright? That needs to be understood. Everybody needs to understand that. I was t- I'm, I'm tired of people getting away with kind of shit like that. And you know what? I'm tired of fucking feeling bad for everything. Post the whole post-mortem for the, for the baby, which by the way, they named him Apollo and that's Apollo moon last name. I won't include because you know, whatever Apollo moon was a cute kid. It's cute for what he was really was (sighs) anyway, but yeah can't come at me with that shit like I betrayed you at this point I didn't fucking see you as a person all right I didn't see Deontay as a fucking human being because of what he did he fucking killed his well not the death didn't occur in the house but the actions that resulted in the death so I consider it the same thing to me you killed somebody in my house that's fucking terrible like you shouldn't welcome anybody 
that would do that, like at all, especially a second time. Ever again, honestly. Shouldn't even speak to that person, but again, here I am, dumb. Anyway, he does all that and everything, and he hides out at like some friends or whatever. And then so Stephanie comes back. We go to the police and everything about it. First off, let me just tell you this. Our police, fucking useless. That is textbook feticide, which is where your actions, you know, assault, etc., result in the death of the, you know, pregnant woman's child. All right? Like, whatever the, like, abortion, yada yada, has nothing fucking to do with that. You know, the abortion shit is you choose to do that. Cool, whatever. That's a totally different thing. She was one, she, she intended to carry this baby to full term and have this child. But his actions caused the baby to die. Feticide. Textbook fucking feticide. Right? Like it is. Like I'm not wrong. And yet the police officer, the, the detective and the chief, we know we're in, we're in that small of a town, did not consider it that. Didn't. At all. Not at fucking all. And me and my wife, we couldn't be witnesses to it because we weren't there. The department where I live is so fucking useless that I, I, I can I can barely stand it. Like it it gets me fucking boiling that nothing let me tell you this. Let me tell you this right now. Deontay's out there. I don't know where the fuck he's at now, but he's out there somewhere. Living like nothing happened. Living his like how he was before. I don't know if this ever dawned on him or any of this is catching up with him or whatnot. But oh, he went to Florida to his, his sister. That's right. That's right. Um I don't know why I'd act like I don't know. But he went to Florida. And uh we'll get to that though. We'll get to that. But anyway. They don't consider it any of that, but the only thing they could say is, he is no longer allowed on my property, so if he tries to come back, he will be caught with trespassing, and yada yada. That's it. That's the only thing he could ever get. And they could get him with assault. Cool. But here's the thing. The whole time, we would talk with Stephanie and everything. She would say, hey, was I being too easy on him with the police officer? Yada yada. Yes, she was. Okay? She was. She was being too soft with them and everything. So... She would go through all of the stages of grief. Like, my wife explained this when she was at the hospital and everything. She went through every stage of fucking grief possible multiple fucking times. It was awful for her. I know it was. And my wife to be right there the whole time. My wife's a fucking strong woman, let me tell you that. Like, damn. I, I wish I could take it all away from her, though. I do. I wish I could suffer all that instead of her. But the fact that she could do it, Absolutely strong fucking woman. Anyway, so I tell her that. And so we learn also, though, that she's talking to Deontay the whole time, too. Like, she's still talking to him after all that. And so he apparently had a lot of her stuff because, like, so when, I, when he packed all of his stuff, he actually packed some of her stuff, too. And so I let her take uh, my truck 
to go to where he was at and get her stuff. And I, again, see, this is, it's, it's a me thing. See, I will never not be able to blame myself for all this kind of shit. I know it's only to a certain point. I know, I know they still choose to do what they do, but I don't fucking hinder them. I still fucking helped them like a fucking idiot. Anyway, so she goes a few times. Like, I let her keep going to go see him and everything. And like some Stockholm Syndrome bullshit, she fucking goes back to him. After all that shit. And I knew it. It wasn't going to turn out. It wasn't going to work. And so I learned... This is what I learned. So we, I would talk to him a lot, right? So apparently, well, I, I have some messages and stuff like that. But anyway, so he messaged me, like, again, a huge book about shit. And I wouldn't even respond to him because I'm just like, dude, what are you fucking even doing talking to me? I, for a while, I wouldn't even talk to him either. I told him he needs to go do the right thing. He needs to go turn himself in, all that shit and whatnot. Like, I didn't want to talk to him for the longest time. And then I did. I called him one day and whatnot, and I had this big hour-long conversation with him. And it didn't really do anything because all it is is, is like, I blame my mom. I blame, you know, because yeah, his mom hardcore advocated for him to, like, she she pushed it. She pushed it hard for him to, 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 to be able to get charges put on him and everything. Like, it's bad. Now, do I think she's a living saint herself? She's a good, from what I can tell, she's a good, good person, you know, or an all right person. I don't know. I'm, I don't see into people's hearts. I can't see into another person's heart. So I really don't know what everyone's intentions are. I can only assume. I can only assume. But she helped, like she helped with, you know, the funeral costs and everything like that. Well, the cremation costs, I should say, and everything. And I, I don't know. I just... I don't know. It was a lot. It really was a lot. Anyway, so... She's gone. Like, I have my truck, obviously, and everything, but she's gone, and he and they're gone for a bit and everything. But then he starts messaging me, like, occasionally and everything. So... He starts messaging me about all this sneaky shit that I did to try to get him in trouble and everything. Basically, again, this is going to be another thing towards Deontay. So, dude, again, don't call me out on shit that's fucked up in your eyes. You weren't a person to me, okay? Nothing I did was morally bad towards you. You, to me were a criminal, you were an outlaw to me, a bandit, etc., whatever, whatever bad thing you want to add to it. And for people in that fucking genre of, of people, category, sorry, not sorry, I fucking did what I could to try to get you to go to prison. I wanted you to go to prison, to face consequences, to, to pay for your actions. I wanted you to, because you deserved it, friend or not, I don't care. Like, you deserved it. You still do, to this day. I will never not say it. 
you deserve to face consequences for your actions, and you never did. Um, yeah. Anyway, so they were staying at a hotel, literally in the same town as we lived in. It's not a big town either. It's the only fucking hotel in town. And they were there. The whole time. For months. And then he kept messing. And then after, you know, we have a talk about me and my sneaky shit. Like, I, I actually got on the phone with him and talked about it. And so if my wife ever hears this, obviously she may in the future. But, um, I told her that Stephanie came by and got her stuff and everything. But, of course, I take them to a town about an hour away and everything. I dropped them off at a hotel and they took a bus and they went their separate ways. Um... He went to Florida. I think she went back to California. Or no, she went to Kentucky. Um, where her mom lived. And um, yeah, because obviously they weren't going to work out. You could tell that it was all bad and everything. And uh, I, um, that, that was, that was the last time I saw from, and after that he, he had called me and told me that, you know, he loved me and he cared about me and, you know, he's going to miss me and all that kind of stuff and whatnot. And that was, that was early October, I think, or maybe mid, late October. I can't remember what it, uh, what it was, when it was, it was before November, I believe. It, was, it had to be October, I think, but I don't remember when. Anyway, so yeah, that happened. I took him there, and I never heard from him again. I have yet to. Um, I feel like now, because I talk, I'm talk, i talking about him, I'm going to hear about him again. Like, he's going to talk to me or something like that. But anyway, um, so yeah, my, my thoughts on the whole thing. Um, I'm fucked up by it. I don't really care to be... Like, I'll always be me. I'm always going to be, you know, civil and nice to people. But, you know, when people ask me for help, like, do I just be me again? Do I still have the open hand and help out another person just to be nice? What do I do? I don't know. I'll never know. Like... Like, this shit fucked me up. Like, this was somebody I really, like, like put effort into helping as a friend and everything. And, and I never felt it back. Like, I never got it back. It was, it was a lot. Anyway. So, first off, he's also got a warrant from the state of Kentucky because he was actually never supposed to leave the state after he had gotten out, too. He was supposed to be on, like, on probation, but he was supposed to stay in the state, um, which is uh, great. So, technically, he's in Florida right now, and uh, um, I didn't learn about that until literally he was fucking already gone. Like, don't be fucking kidding me. Like, oh, my God. Anyway, um, it's, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I know guys. Um, 
But like if you uh like I don't know what you all think about it or whatever, but that, that that's it. That's this that's I could fill it in with more details and everything, but but that's it. Like like he, he's never faced consequences for his actions. And uh and, and what, what am I supposed to fucking do? Like 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 a lot of people have said, well you should just sue him. Okay, how am I supposed to sue a guy that has literally nothing? Like it's not like fucking stupid movie. Civil suits don't send you to fucking jail. Like it's not how that works. Like it's like guilty. Like no, you just fucking pay a guy for damages of something, but can't because whatever. Our police, local police force, are fucking useless. Uh, we even had a couple of sheriffs. We had the sheriff's deputy that my wife knows. Um, even try to push it to make it go to the Texas Rangers, and try to get them to take the case because. They were very, like, like apparently, like, a lot of the sheriff's deputy people were very adamant about it because our local police, fucking useless, but they need them to pass it on, and it'll probably take forever and a half for them to ever pass it on. Because, again, useless and fucking, they're basically just waste space. Like, like, damn. Damn. Ugh, I can't. It's bad. So I've seen counseling. We have a counselor that me and my wife go to. I've, I think I've said this before in, in another cast or something like that. Anyway, um, we see this counselor and we tell her basically all of it. <laughs> Shit, normally only run an hour session. We ran nearly two hours with her. Um, I felt bad about it too. Um, but still, it's, she was cool with it. She she did a lot. She she went over a lot with us. She was She's awesome, honestly. But it was a lot is a lot a lot and we have friends that you know know about it we have actually pretty much all of our friends know about it because uh, we want them to know we want them to be updated on the situation and everything and know where we're at and everything so like when i need my space i need my goddamn space so they know it and they're very good about it my friends are fucking awesome about shit um but i uh i don't know i'm just It's, ne it's never something that, like, I, I got to see, like, you know, see the end of it. Like, I, I wanted to, I wanted it, I wanted justice to be done. And I still do. I really do. Because it, it was personal, you know? It, it, it happened, like, it, obviously it wasn't my kid that died, but it, it happened in my home. And it was a person that I cared about dearly that did it. That betrayed me about it too, and uh, lied to my face. He even told me that he was just playing video games, and then it just happened. And I was like, she, her water just broke. But apparently, even the ambulance wouldn't even let him get on, get in the ambulance with her, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, because they knew what you know, like he had done, stuff like that. It was bad. It was fucking bad. All of it was. Um. Yeah. So who'd have thought a podcast would just be a? <laughs> it would it would just be a me uh, kind of just talking about. I wish I could go and like talk to somebody about this, like get this out there. I'm not gonna lie. Like shit. I always wanted him to get his to get the help he wanted. I'm not gonna lie. I before all this, I never told him this. I never did. 
but I wanted to open up a foundation and name it after him. Because I wanted something good to come out of all the pain and stuff he had gone through in his life. And the friend of mine that I said that, uh, you know, gone through basically the same kind of shit as him, uh, basically said, if you ever get so bad in your life that you like actually want to cause harm to another person like that, that you should just kill yourself. And I thought, Oh shit, that was a bit extreme. But at the same time, like I thought, damn, I get that though. Like you get to the point where like, you know, you want to be all seething and you want to be like a, you know, you want to get a fight with somebody and then that your thought is to kill that person. Well, it's like, Oh shit. Well, I'm like the realization of that. I, from what I understood, like, this is what I got out of it is like when you get that realization that I want to kill this person because they make me so angry, yada, yada is now that, Oh shit, I'm a danger now. Because if I'm going to feel this about this person, I'll feel about it as another person. So now I have to just, you know, just remove myself from being a danger to other people now. That's how I saw. I got it. Anyway. Um. Yeah. I, uh. I don't got much else really to talk about, um, about that. There's other shit, but whatever. It's it's been hard because during this stuff, I was also going to uh, been going to school, and um, I've had to like, you know, university pretty much the only the only thing to give a fuck about is COVID nowadays. You can't really like get out of shit for going through fucking emotional turmoil and whatnot. Like you really can't. It's and it's, and it's, so get this. I even told my other, I, I even told, um, my professors about it and everything. A lot of them are super cool about it. Um, I'm not really excited about, I have, I have finals tomorrow and, uh, I'm still awake at five in the fucking morning. Like an idiot. I'm getting up at 10 though. Um, like again, like an idiot. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh. I just told them everything, and uh, it got easier going going through it and t- telling them all about it and everything. And I got some different rea- and hearing the different reactions from different people helped me process it better. I think, like, I had a professor that literally went, "What the fuck is wrong with that guy?" <laughs> and he's a dad of two. And he's a dad of two twin boys, and so I get his reaction to it. Then I had another one who's had, he's got kids, they're all grown and everything and whatnot. And he just thought, oh, well, damn, I'm sorry to hear about that. And he, he asked about my wife's well-being. He asked about my well-being and everything. And, you know, he thought, what's the, how's the process going with everything? And I thought, damn, that's awesome. And then I had another professor that fucking about nearly cried, like broke down and went, oh my God, and like, oh, that's terrible and yada, yada. And whoo, yeah, it was it was a bit. It was a good bit. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I would love to go talk about this with people and everything, but this is kind of where it's going to be, I guess. Damn, about an hour and a half into this. This is crazy. <laughs> I 
it's a lot, I guess. And just talking about it is a good bit. Um, sorry, I got a notification. Um, anyway. So, yeah. Um, this is part two of this. Uh, I won't go for the whole hour um for this one because i mean i pretty much summed it up i just wanted to tell the wanted to tell everything um there's some filler stuff always like conversations that we had that would have made you know good things to add to this and everything but uh i'm not gonna lie i feel like i tried to repress it a lot try not to think about it you know so it doesn't whatever but um i went over my last podcast that i did and uh not the last one, but the one that was not part of this little two-part thing. Um, but my first one, <laughs> ever. And I... Um, fuck, whatever. Uh, just ignore what I was going to say. I have no idea what I was going to say. Just kind of went... Wing bye bye. There it went. <laughs> um. Anyway, just thanks for listening, guys. I I do appreciate me being able. I don't even fucking know if anybody will listen to this honestly, but if you do ever, thank you for listening. Um. It's it's been a lot. It really has. Um. I'm just glad I got to actually talk about it. I don't know what to do. To like, you know, seek help for that. Because first off, I'm a guy. Um, we really don't have people to go to. When, you know, it comes to that. You know, it's. You can go to counseling. Yeah, sure. But like, friends and stuff like that. Like, you can talk about it. But like. Guys are really like fix it kind of people. Like. We're not, we're not the ones that deal with the emotion. It's like, oh, you got a problem? Well, here's how to fix it. But that doesn't fix it, you know? Like, you know, you fix a machine. You fix a fucking, a part to something. You don't fix a person. You you have to heal people because that's how people are. And so, I don't know. I feel like it'll take a lot to heal from it. it it's definitely left, it definitely left its scar on how I view shit now um, in certain aspects. I haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, last time I talked about it was probably like when it just happened. And I talked about it a lot for like that na next like week or so. Week or week and a half. I tried to just put it all behind me. But yeah. Again, thanks for listening. Um, if you do listen though. Um, and get to this part at the end. For the part one and the two, share it if you can. I don't really know how this stuff all works 100%, but if you can, I don't care about the likes and stuff like that, but I won't lie. Like I, I want people to know about this kind of stuff. I want this to be shared. I want you guys to know about it. 
Okay. So, if you could, you don't even have to like it. You don't have to do. I don't even know how this. Like again, I don't know how this fucking shit works. I'm 24 and act like a fucking 50 year old operating technology sometimes. But, um, again, yeah, I just I don't give a fuck about where it gets me or whatever. But like, if this could help somebody else, you know, see something you know, similar in their life that they're going through and they don't have to repeat stupid fucking mistakes like me. I don't see as helping people as a mistake, but don't be like me, okay? Don't do it until it's a detriment to yourself and others that you care about. Know your limits as a person. Know, know how much you can do for a person. Okay? But get this out there. Try, try to share it, okay? If you if you want, you don't you don't have to. Um, but yeah. Thanks for for listening. <laughs> Until next time, I guess. All right. Um, good morning or good night, <laughs> whatever it is to you.